that's so weird. I was gonna. It's in my notes here. I was gonna be like, let's open up by asking about weird dreams. So, did you have a dream? Or now I don't. Want to know I, don't I don't usually remember mine. I figured you would just have something crazy. I, I had, was right. Over the weekend, I had like two different dreams. One you were in, but the first one, I had two dreams. It was when Katie was out of town, and I had an alarm set, and I was. I had a dream that my cat Felix was sick, and I was in like this city. And I was trying to like, I had him in a little bag on my chest and I was like running around the city trying to find a vet to take Felix to. And I couldn't find one. And then all of a sudden a skate pod landed from outer space and an alien burst out and the alien started chasing me. And I found a baseball bat and I had to like home alone trap the alien. And then I beat the alien to death with the bat. And then I woke up to uh, my alarm clock. Okay. And then... I was too lazy since I was home alone. It's like I'm the only one being affected by an alarm clock, and so I was too lazy to get up and turn it off. So I ended up falling asleep to the alarm clock beeping going on. And I had another dream where re I I was in our grandfather's old house, and I was in the pool, and I was swimming in the pool, and Katie's family was there, and they owned the house and lived in it, and we were swimming when the whole sky went dark, and I looked up, and there was. Did I talk about this before? I don't think so. Okay. I looked up and there were spaceships covering the sky. Oh, wait. Yeah, I've heard this before. Heard At this. the end of Chiluminati. What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I honestly was like, what if I tried to get this to Jesse Cox? Maybe this dream means something. Maybe. But the, the sky was covered in spaceships. So we went inside and Katie's dad was like, I'm going to go outside and lock the car because the aliens might try to steal our cars. And I was like, okay, that's a what? weird thing for aliens to do. So he went outside and I went outside and I looked up and I saw golden sigils and circles and runes in the sky. And all the alien ships were in the center of the circles. And then more ships showed up and they started launching escape pods and they looked like the escape pods from my first dream and i remembered in this dream the events of the first dream but i remembered it as something that had actually happened to me previously so my dreams were connected and then i saw one of the escape pods land next to the house and i heard like a bang and i was like the aliens coming and then i was getting ready to fight the alien again and then i woke up all right so that's a dream. What do you think it means? I think that it, you're afraid of heights. What? <laughs> anyway, hey everybody, welcome back to Sights Unseen. We're here to tell you about some things that we've seen. Yeah. In real life, not in our dreams. Yes, this is simple. This is Jared. <laughs> tell us what you think that dream means. Yeah. Everybody give us your thoughts. Email dream us. Email us at... I don't know. What's our new email? Never mind. We'll plug that at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, it's, it's in the description. Gosh, you cut this. <laughs> All right. Uh, as I understand it, you've got a special sode for us today. Something to lead us through. I do. I tried to not... I'll try to not be too long on it. That's uh, okay. Take as much time as you need. It's another... It's another... Similar to other ones. It's another... Uh, I'm going to be talking about a lot of story... Cool. Because the one that level mission I want to talk about is at the end. and But for it to really mean anything, you have to go through the whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, just, you know. I, Spark notes it. Yeah. 
so I'm talking about Halo Reach. Oh, okay. Have you done the campaign? No. Okay. I mean, I know, I, I know bits. I know bits. I get the basic gist of the story, but no, I've never actually played through a Halo game. So this will, yeah, this will be fun. I think Halo Reach is my favorite first-person shooter game. It's that's really good. I've that's uh, that's a popular opinion yes. from what I've heard. It's one of the few first-person shooter like solo campaigns, single-player campaigns. That's like I would replay this. I would do this again. Like this is such a good one. Like sometimes Call of Duty ones. I don't know. Yeah, they're you're boring. just a guy shooting real guns. That's stupid. I always also feel weird about Call of Duty because they're guns. like, this is like, you're fighting an actual real country in the real world, and it's just like you're I an American. Know. I'm just like, how does this not cause issues? How is nobody upset about this? Right? <laughs> it's weird. This it's just aliens. That's okay to kill them. Yeah, we all like that. Okay, so Halo Reach takes place on Reach. Yeah. Big ring makes sense. It's a it's it's a, it's a military base. It's a it's a fortress. It's a big place. Okay, so Reach is actually one of the rings. Yes. Or is it just a place on the? I guess we should. Yeah, let me know a little bit about I how believe... the rings were. I guess I thought Reach was a planet, but it makes more sense if it's one of the Halo rings. It's one of the rings. Okay. And it's a ring that the humans colonized, and they live on, and they've kind of turned it into like a military base. Okay. And so Halo Reach takes place before all the mainline Halo games. This is like right, kind of where it starts that. it. Yeah, it's the first conflict. I remember hearing that, like, they mention it in other games. is like, I uh, was there when Reach fell. And it's like, oh, man. And, like, oh, all the, like, like, Spartans and soldiers, like, talk about it with such reverence and, like, like sorrow. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, whenever I remember people being excited to see the story whenever they announced Halo Reach was coming out. Yeah, and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> now I do. But... Now you, now you get it more. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is that there is one of the Spartan like squads, no, noble team. You're a new Spartan three who's like joining their team, and they just call you Noble Six because you're the sixth guy to join them. Sure. And so the whole thing is that you join them, you meet everybody. Let me find where's the list of all the th noble team. All right, so all the members is, there is the leader, who is Carter. There is the second-in-command, Catherine, which is... Cat. Cat. Yeah. Glitchy driver. I remember that from <laughs> YouTube videos. Yes. She's not a good driver. Um, not because she's a woman, because she's an AI from 2009. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is... Everybody in the group, including you, are Spartan 3s, because, you know, there's, like, sure. they get... They, they keep making new versions of yeah, Spartans. Yeah, they go through different, like, cycles or generations of, you know, improving upon them. I get yes. it. They're, like, super soldiers that are kind of made to be super. Yes. So, yeah. But in the group, there is one Spartan 2. He's George. He's, like, the heavy weapons guy. Uh, there's the Emil. Emil? E-M-I-L-E. Emil. Yeah. yeah. Emil. Emil. He's, like, the assault guy. And then you got the, the sniper, June. And so that's like, that's everybody. And then there's you, Noble Six. And you just join in, you meet them, you, you do some stuff with them. Uh, the game kind of starts off with like a communication relay place, like going out. It's not sending transmissions. They're like, hey, go check it out. It's probably just some like insurrectionist, like human dudes messing it up. And you get there and it is the Covenant. And it's they're not attacking. human dudes. <laughs> it's not. They have secretly sprung an invasion and they are attacking and they've knocked out your communications, so you have to fight them. And as you're fighting them, eventually they're like, yo, 
this is bad. So the people <laughs> in charge send you to Sword Base, which is an intelligence place, which is where uh, Dr. Catherine Halsey, the singer Halsey, is at making songs. It's Wait, is this, she actually voiced by No, she's Halsey? not voiced by Halsey. Her Damn, name you, is just you Halsey. You tricked me. I'm sorry. But uh, Halsey, she's the one that kind of came up with the Spartan 2 program. She was she did that one, and she's also the one that came up with like their powered armored Oh, like okay. all the all the Spartan armor. Sure. Uh, and when you get there, she's like, "Yo, there's like secret like artifacts inside of Reach, and like that's what the Covenant's here for. Like they want to get like these super secret information, this intelligence. They want to find this, and you're like, nah, we can't let them get that because Halsey's like, "Yo, this stuff is the key to like winning the war against the Covenant. Like we got to keep it." Oh, yeah. Well, no wonder they want it. They're like, hey, man, the humans have the key to beating us. Yes. And so... <laughs> they just don't know it yet. <laughs> you, you, you do a few missions. I'm not going to run through every mission. You do a few missions. Sure, you sure. Know, you fight the Covenant. And then you find, like, the Spire. And it's like, oh, the Spire is, like, kind of how the Covenant's getting onto the planet, you know? So you have to destroy the Spire. And as you're, you get the shields down, the a frigate, a human frigate comes in. And it's like, yo, pew, blows up the spire covenant can't get in anymore immediately afterwards a super carrier of the covenants comes in and destroys the frigate so it's like literally you you get you get one win and then immediately get an l okay it's, it's bad minus two so they come up with the plan of slipping a bomb onto one of the covenant corvettes flying up there to refuel on the supercarrier and then detonating the bomb to blow it up. Hey, nice. Yeah. So you and the Spartan 2, George, you're in charge of this. You okay. two go up there. You fly up there. You have a little mission in the supercarrier where you shoot some people in their spaceship. And then they freaking pull a Star Wars, Clone Wars moment where the remote detonator doesn't work. And so George throws you out of the ship in orbit and detonates it manually to destroy the ship himself. Oh, man. Just like... Heavy? Was that heavy? Yeah, I guess heavy did that. I was thinking about the Umbara arc. Was that hard case? Oh, yeah, was that's that? hard case. Was yes. it hard case? Yeah, I think that's hard case. Live to fight another day, boys. Damn. The clones really do that a lot, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, for the Republic yeah. and also for each other. That's one of the things about making them clones is that they all feel like they're brothers, so they'll sacrifice themselves for each other yeah it's kind of messed up actually now that i'm saying that out loud <laughs> like the republic's like yeah you want to save them because you know they're kind of like your brother better, better brother. kill yourself then <laughs> better kill yourself i mean i know that's Oops. not what they said but Oops. kill yourself <laughs> now Oops, kill yourself <laughs> uh but yeah so it's like i forgot about this part until i was reading this but it's like yeah this dude george like does just like throw you out of the ship while like in orbit and you just like fall and just hit the ground, and well, it's like you live, and it's like, damn. But I mean, that is kind of the point of the armor. It is. I mean, it's what Spartans But also, do. that's crazy. Yeah. And then you have a nice little mission. A nice little mission. You have a mission inside a city that's being destroyed by the Covenant, and you have to do stuff. And during this mission, when you're trying to escape the city, Cat gets sniped, and she is killed. Damn. So that's two down. Two of your five friends that you just met. Not oh, really friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then also when you get out, uh, the Covenant, like, glass bombs, like, the whole city. So it's, like, completely destroyed. So it's like, hey, that's cool. Oh, no. Uh, so 
after that, you you go back because you're like, oh yeah, they're trying to find that artifact. It's like you need to, you know, do something about that. Oh, I forgot to say this part. After George destroys the supercarrier, like immediately afterwards, just a bunch more of those ships like show up. Pretty oh, much. <laughs> it's Damn like it. literally every time in this game, like with the destroying the spire and then like this, it's like anytime you do something, it's like, this is good. Immediately. It's just like, oh no, it's yeah. worse now. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense since it's the prequel and like they always, like they say like the war star would reach fell. So it's like, you kind of know that you're not going to be successful by the end of the game. That's one of the things I think makes the campaign probably so hard, like yeah. mentally, is being like, it doesn't even matter if I do this. Like, yeah, It doesn't matter. No matter what, the war is starting. The like, war you're is not starting. You can't stop it. Like, yeah. Man. So it's a real bummer. Yeah. Real downer. It's one like step when I watch... forward, two steps back every turn, right? Yeah. It's like when I watch any of like the Star Wars stuff that takes place before the prequels. I'm just like, like when you watch Rogue One, it's like this is good. These people are cool. I know it's not going to be. I know well. that they're not going to make it. They're not gonna but make like, it. you know. But you know, you still gotta. But try. the story is still important, right? Yeah, it's still it's still a special. It's 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 the same thing. Wow, this really is yeah. really similar to Star Wars in a lot of ways. Well, like, yeah. I mean, you know, it makes sense. Aliens, war, same thing. Uh, but yeah, so you're like, oh yeah, we need to like, you know get that artifact or something do something about that and so you head off to go get it and you carter and emil are set up to collect it and take it and essentially what you find is that halsey the doctor has like an artificial intelligence it's cortana and cortana is set up with all of the information regarding the artifact so she has everything that halsey thinks you need to win the war okay which is i mean partially that's a big part of why cortana is so special yeah <laughs> like, i get it and she's important yeah. yeah oh yeah for anybody not familiar with halo cortana is the ai that resides within the suit of the main like spartan character in the halo series yeah. master chief you probably have what's, seen his, what's his master name i always feel weird calling him that but i think like, he's just it's like master john chief. it's like john one by one, one with something like yeah, a bunch a of serial numbers. number after yeah. yeah i mean like i mean this is also just like you know reminder listeners like these spartan warriors are tried like they try to make them seem like as inhuman as possible yeah while They're... still being human they treat them like you know like created soldiers uh, not to hit on the star wars more but it is similar to like how the clones are all just like numbers and then they give themselves they names. give themselves name yeah it's like all of these guys are like a name with a number behind it. Like, yeah. They're all just like kind of numbered people. They, they earn their identity more like on the battlefield. Yes. And so after you get Cortana, June is set. He leaves your group. He has to help uh, Halsey, the doctor, evacuate. So he's gone. He doesn't die. So that's nice. Oh, that's kind of nice. He's he, But he's not around for the rest of the game. And then you destroy the artifact. You completely blow it up. Nice. Yeah. So the Covenant can't get it. Yeah. So now you just have to protect Cortana. Uh, and so the whole thing is that there is a ship. There's a ship. There's a bunch of evacuation ships. And your mission is to pretty much just get Cortana to the ship so she can get off the planet. Like, that's what you got to do now. That Now that's just Carter, you, and Emil. Gotcha. And so as you're going, you're in the Pelican, which is those big, like... Yeah, like the hover-copter. Hover-copter things. Uh, yeah, it's like a, it looks like a drop plane, like a dropship plane, but with, like, propeller blades in the wings. Yes. Yes. 
And as you're flying a Banshee, uh, one of the Covenant ships, which is the like yeah. flying one, uh, it comes in, it shoots you, it 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 wounds Carter, and so you and Emil have to jump out of the Pelican and like land, and then the like a bunch of another ship is like about to blow you up. I, the Scarab, I believe that's the tank. Yeah, yeah, the Scarab. A Scarab is about to kill you when Carter just fucking sacrifices himself and i think he just crashes the pelican into it to destroy the scarab and save you and so carter's dead too now yeah but i mean he was the the he was the leader the team cap like team leader yeah yeah so it's like you know he had to die eventually and so we're, we're getting close to the end you and emil you reach the shipyards you reach where the ships are leaving from emil takes control of a rail gun and he's defending the evacuation ship like you know shooting down any ships trying to come in for it you have to go to the ship get to the captain you give him cortana but then as you're doing that emil gets killed on the gun and so you have to then go back to the gun take his place and one of the last missions is just you shooting down all the ships as the escape like ship tries to leave and so it's like, you know, the game ends with you... Custer's last stand. Yeah, you're, you're like the last person there, and the ships leave, and it's like, hey, you saved all the humans, and you got Cortana off the planet. And it's like, that's good. So now go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Hold them back as long as you can. Which it does. I do like it ends the game with a little depiction of the opening of Halo 1. Oh, okay, cool. Of like, it's like, this directly leads into it. Cortana gets out, and then it has the credits. And it's like, you're done! You won! You beat the game! And then they're like, after credits scene. And they're oh, okay, like, good. have like, one last mission. And this is the final thing you do. And this, I don't know, this level, this mission is always stuck with me. I've talked about it a lot. It's great. It's such a good one. You, you're alone you're a single spartan and the whole planet is like destroyed like it's been like glass bombed everything is like dust and then it just has like one little mission and it's just like survive and it just tells you that and then pretty much you're just hit with endless waves of covenant and it's just kind of like a test to see like how long you can last, yeah. right? There's like there's no healing, there's no end there's goal. There's no like weapons or ammo. It's just it's just you with what you got and then like you can kill people and take their guns, but oh, it's okay, like good. it's not it's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. I don't know. It's just such a good finisher to the game. I don't know. It's it's really fun. Yeah. I really like it. It's very uh, stressful because it's like you want to try to win. You're the last like Spartan on reach, pretty much. Yeah. Just some dude, some newbie who just joined. Yeah, that sucks for that guy. Yeah. It's like his first day. First day on, and uh, you have to deal with a full alien invasion of yeah. all of humanity. Oh, boy. But obviously, eventually, you die. <laughs> you can't, like, there's no way to win. Yeah. It shows, like, your helmet crack. And then, like, it shows, like, it plays, like, a cutscene of, like, you take off your helmet and throw it down. And then it, like, the cutscene, like, plays from the perspective of the helmet on the ground as it, like, watches you, like, run away from it as, like, 
elite like covenant run at you and you like fist fight them Jeez. <laughs> and they like try to like stab you with their swords and like you're kicking <laughs> them away and it's just like it takes like three of them like dogpiling you until you die yeah and it's like oh man i'm sorry i'm giggling i was just i was thinking about the 10 minute podcast because that's exactly how brian callen said he wanted to die <laughs> which i know he, he's like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be defending the innocent and the vanquishing evil and then as that final life finishing round finds me i'm gonna throw my head back and scream i did it all <laughs> and they're like dude you do stand up in la what like what are you doing? talking about you don't live that life i mean i just imagine brian callen is that spartan basically yeah i also i just realized on the side of uh my thing where i'm looking there's a little like popular pages and it's like john 117 it's like oh that's master chief that's ah, that that's, that's like 117 i knew it started with a one my bad yeah but yeah it just ends there and then over like after killing you it just plays like a nice little narration from the dr halsey of her talking about noble team sure and how you guys pretty much lived up to the name yeah you lived <laughs> up to the name and single-handedly like without you guys like i mean humanity would have died and lost the war like you single-handedly like right because i mean the covenant like that was a surprise attack out of surprise, nowhere yeah. they, they launched a full-scale invasion with no warning no warning and like if you guys hadn't done what you did to save cortana and get rid of the artifact it's like the covenant would have gotten it and then it would have just been math like they would have wiped out humanity yeah. entirely there wouldn't be a fair fight like throughout like the, halos one through six seven, seven how many five, are there six, i don't remember I how many six, core i don't numbered know. ones there are so that's yeah halo reach is great and then the game like ends with like one final shot of like because the whole game takes place in like 25 52 and then it's just like a shot 30 years in the future after like the war is kind of done i think of like the helmet still just sitting on reach damn but like everything is green and like has grown back and like everything's better now oh that's poetic yeah. like oh that's yeah that's nice which also your character his name is noble six uh his actual name is just spartan b312 like you don't even have a name like the other ones are like john or like june or well something. again probably like yeah like, he really was just like fresh off the fresh off the conveyor belt yeah damn but yeah, that's 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 Halo Reach. I kind of went through it fast. That's okay. But as Marshall said, our episodes are criminally short. Is that what he says? Well, that's coming from someone who makes like two-hour episodes, <laughs> and it's like, well, that's just too long. Like, well, that's just too long. I grew up listening to a ten-minute podcast. You know, these could be ten-minute zingers. They could, but be. we're putting a little more time into it. We put more time into it. So you take that. Uh, take that, Marshall. Peter. Peter, I was Peter. Gonna make fun of Peter. <laughs> I was gonna make fun of ten minute podcast only oh. ten minutes. Be like, how hey, we're longer Let's than see. you. Let's see. Yeah, take that. Um, Will Sasso, Crystalia, Brian Callen. Oh shoot, who else was in that? Tommy Blacha, friend of the show, Chad Colgen. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, take that, Chad. We love you, Chad. Please oh, come I'm back. Sorry. You can come back. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I got for today. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I loved it. It was a pleasant surprise because, yeah, I mean, I I remember when Reach came out. I remember yeah. working with a lot of Halo heads at 
Dairy Queen, and they were just counting down the hours <laughs> until release. And there was a time when people still stayed up for the midnight releases, like, outside a store, you mm-hmm. know? Like, not just sitting in their chair at home, like, gonna buy the digital. Like, they would download to, it. They'd be, like, at Hastings or GameStop, like, standing outside the door in line waiting. And uh, the Unstiffer twins, I'm pretty sure, were like, yeah, they were oh, just, yeah. they were ready. They wanted that. It's so a... did Nathaniel Hofer. <sighs> I remember working with Hof at a at Dairy Queen and hearing them all talk about it. Yeah. So, luckily, the game lived up to the hype. Yeah. So, because that doesn't happen sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, that's okay. We went you went through the like main story in the campaign already. We got a little bit of time left, so why don't we just talk about Reach itself, like how pretty it is? Because yes. I mean, you know, it let's just really... let's make a visual descriptor for our it audience. Is... I really enjoy it because it is it's one of the rings so it's like there are like you can you can just look up and like you just see more of the planet pretty much yeah like it's, it's you're on the inside of the ring i love that that's the what like i remember showing uh, amanda for the first time when we were, i was playing halo at luke's place and i was like yeah like halo it takes place on these big rings and i looked toward the horizon i'm like you see that and like how and then i like followed it up and like looked up into the sky as it just like circles up around you and comes yeah, back and she's just, like whoa okay like gives a visual of like you're just inside this massive ring and it's like hundreds of miles across and then like that like thousands of miles like round like circumference like, circumference yeah it's just it's it's really big it's really beautiful there's a lot of like good i can't remember the like how the city looks I don't remember That's that okay. level. I kind of remember the city level a bit, like, from multiplayer. Yeah. playing with Colton Dodge. There's, like, some, but it's, like, I really just remember, the, like, the mountains and, like, the green. And, like, there's, like, there's oceans that yeah. you're next to. Like, you're on the cliffs of, like, oceans at points. And it's yeah. just, like, it's really nice. It's a really peaceful-looking place. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Hemorrhage. Oh, I remember yeah. Spire. Like, I remember what yeah, these the places look like. The Spire place is great. Like, this rocky, outcropping, like, cliffside. Like you said, like, you drop off and there's an ocean down underneath. You're, like, way up high. But then Hemorrhage is just, like, this green, grassy, like, valley that's, like, right up against the ocean. Like, with a beach that you can, like, drive down to. And there's caves. And there's the two bases where people would fight each other. Like, yes. that was one of the best multi player maps was hemorrhage which i think was originally blood gulch or something so. in the early games but like you know they remade them and renamed them but yeah multi- really multiplayer was where it was That's, i was gonna say the multiplayer i i really liked multiplayer especially like the whole like getting to build your own multiplayer like areas yeah this had the thing where you could make your own maps like you could load in like what vehicles and weapons would be placed around it yeah. right Yes, and you could like you could like set up panels like you could you could pick the spawn points so you could pick like they had like templates so you could pick like hemorrhage, but then make the whole ground like a kill zone and then just like build like a box floating in the sky and like set the spawn points on it so you could yeah. like you could really do whatever you wanted with it. Oh my gosh! You could build things however you wanted. That's right. People would build like sky base things and yes. make it where it's like you can't touch the actual ground. <laughs> And then there was a, I don't remember how much you played with us, but we had one downloaded that was like Hurricane Katrina, where it was just a room, and then one wall of the room was a force field, and then there was a slope on the other side, Oh and my it would just God. like had jet things that would rocket like 
vehicles and boxes Warthogs, down at you. Mongoose. Mines. Like, mines. Weapons. Like, uh, wraiths. Like, everything. The, like, the scarab. <laughs> yeah, everything would fly at you. I remember that. And it was just see who could survive like the longest yes. but then also people would be shooting at you yeah you all have people shoot and then like if a freaking warhog came in somebody jumps on the back of that and just starts shooting you with it yeah but luckily there was rocket launchers on the field so somebody would always jump into a warthog that had like kind of landed on the field and hadn't hit somebody and they'd be like oh, i've got the machine gun and you would just shoot a rocket under <sighs> that sucker and like that takes care of that problem yeah and then as you're not paying attention then you get like side like side swiped by a tank like just flies at you <laughs> at 50 miles an hour and then also people who would make like fucking mario kart courses oh you, i forgot where there's they like made the mario kart courses and you just drive the rainbow road one yes where you're up in the air and you could fall off because they didn't have any guardrails it's fun i holy made, crap i made some of myself that was like parkour levels where it's like i made like you had to like jump from like floating rocks over the ocean i love that you can really do whatever you want in oh that. man you know what i hated was they our church youth group they had a custom level we would do at sleepovers or like uh, lock-ins where somebody had made a custom level in hemorrhage but you ha you when you'd load in you would have no idea you were in hemorrhage because <laughs> all they did was put a bunch of those big like metal shipping containers end to end and it was a giant metal maze and you what? would be inside and and like when they would load up this custom game everybody had one weapon gravity <laughs> hammer and you would just go like running through this maze looking someone could come around a corner and the gravity whop, hammer yeah. you just whop someone with that sucker so hard oh my gosh it was it was it was nerve-wracking it was it's terrifying ah uh, yeah also just doing hemorrhage with the gravity turned off only gra like gravity like gravity 50 percent speed running speed 300 percent jumping height 300 percent and then yeah just running and jumping and Sw swinging swinging your massive hammer we around. would we would have the gravity hammer and the rocket launcher and those were your only weapons that's and it you had you had four rockets which you could outrun <laughs> so hitting someone with one was like just a matter of luck like you would dumb think luck. the rocket launcher would be the better one between that and the hammer the but hammer like, no, yeah the you hammer was better chase someone and get up close and try to hit them the rockets were so worthless unless yes. you were able to every once in a while somebody would jump and they'd be in that really long wide arc and you would fire a rocket that would hit them out of midair and it was the best like game shot ever. It's really good. Those those rounds would last thirty or forty minutes because we wouldn't be able to kill each other. I I want to get. I don't have an Xbox, but it's like man, I want to have an Xbox just so I can get Halo Reach again. Yeah, it's a good game. I feel that. Oh, good times. Anyway, yeah. thanks for bringing that back to our attention. Thanks for sharing that, bud. I don't think Thank I ever you. played through the actual campaign. I only knew Reach by the multiplayer, and so I mean, I know most first-person shooters sure. by the multiplayer. Yeah, it's fair enough. Fair enough. I've, I've maybe played like two Call of Duty campaigns. I don't remember them. Oh, okay. Still two more than me. Yeah, they weren't great. I watched Conan O'Brien play part of one, and I know <laughs> Kevin Spacey was in it, and that's like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one with Kevin Spacey. I remember that. Oh um, boy, that's something. That didn't age well. <laughs> anyway okay uh yeah got any plugs um let's see yeah 
Check out 10-Minute Podcast, everybody. I think we've talked about them before in the past when Chad was here, but I want to talk about it again because I've been going back and listening to it. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. And we've taken a lot of inspiration from their format, I've realized. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even oh, realize yeah. that. Dang. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to plug our show right here because this is a new season and I haven't said it this uh the podcast podcasts live on word of mouth so share this show with your friends season two tell people about us uh also you can rate and review us on spotify they can do it there now you can do it on oh good uh itunes uh, i have pocket cast and i think i can like rate and review podcasts on there so it's like literally anything you use to listen to Me us know. you can rate and review sweet uh so, yeah. we have an email now right yeah. Oh, oof. what is it? Oh man. <laughs> what is it? Uh, ooh. Oh, what is it? Uh, let me let me find. That's this why I'm fast. asking you. <laughs> Gmail sightsunseenpod at gmail That's it. That's what you took ten minutes to remember. I. It seems very intuitive. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it wasn't sights unseen podcast. Okay, you know what? Yeah. Fair enough. A lot of people make that mistake when emailing podcasts, from what I hear. Yeah, so that's it. Sites Unseen Pod. You can email us. That's it. Sweet. Yeah, tell us uh, your favorite Halo memories or your favorite maps or weapons or just say hi. We like it when people say hi. <sighs> Fucking Aaron Mankey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I got. All right, cool. Bye. Bye bye. Get out. Well, okay, fine. Jeez. That's okay. It is... It hasn't actually loaded yet. <laughs> I thought it was going to be loaded by you now. You don't have to fill empty space. I can cut this, you know. Oh. Ah, it just makes noises. <laughs>